Welcome to the True North Nutrition Podcast, your personal guide to nutrition, training, and mindset on the journey to transform your body. I'm your host, Joe Paul. Let's get on with the show. It is now almost May. We've officially had our first visitors since moving down to Arizona. My mom and my stepdad, they both came down and we actually have our plane tickets bought and our trip planned to go back to Wisconsin for a week this summer. So what better time to review, talk about travel nutrition and how to feel your best while you're traveling. Uh, we're going to also cover training too because the, the two are sort of synonymous and I think it's really important to make sure that you're on the same page with training and nutrition. And my goal in this entire episode is to really break down travel nutrition, the components of it, keeping it really, really simple so that when you travel, it's going to be just that simple and it's going to feel fluid. But more importantly, you're going to get the best experience out of your travel because you're going to feel your best throughout it. So the way we break this down in the episode, the way I break it down is going to be the six T's of travel nutrition. So these are going to be the six categories that I cover. I'll go into them each in depth. And by the end of the episode, if you find yourself with questions from anything that I covered, I want you to reach out. I want you to message me personally because it's something that Allie and I have done a lot together and it's something I've spent a lot of time refining and teaching each of my clients so that they get the best experience out of their travel. And it's truly, truly helped. I've, had, I've sent about half of my clients uh, around, around the country this year alone and they've been finding themselves maintaining their goals, keeping up with their goals, or uh, at least putting pause and no backtracks. And it's really important to lay down these six T's so that you can really, like I said, goal here is to get the most out of your vacation, your travel, your event, whatever it is that you're moving around for. And uh, like I said, I'm really big on experience and presence. So the more that I can help provide that for you, the, the better that that goes, right? So the better your experience. And that's ultimately what this is all about. So let's get into those six T's and then we'll dive into them. Starting with travel. Then we have tracking, tasks, training, tools, and tips. And all of these six categories encompass the best travel experience that you could ever imagine. So let's start with travel. What do I mean by this? It's pretty broad. So first off is where are you going and how are you going there? By plane, train, or car? I mean, who even takes trains anymore? Unless you're listening in the UK. I know there's a few of you out there. I've I've checked the feedback on my on my podcast. I know there's a few of you, but honestly, why don't we have more trains in America? I, I love it. I've always heard talks of like a bullet train going cross country Route 66 style, but never seen it. So anyway, I digress. I still think that trains are a really great idea, great way to, to travel. Obviously, we have to have to address the elephant in the room too, and I'm gonna do it really quickly. I probably won't touch on it again. COVID is real, it's out there. Uh, it's something that we've dealt with in terms of travel and we're moving beyond that. Uh, be safe when you travel, be smart when you travel. There's always gonna be more types of like germs and exposure when you're going into places like an airport anyway. So just be careful. I'm not gonna touch on it again. If you have questions on it specifically, you know to message me. So we're talking about 
by plane, train, or car, and this is important because if you're flying by plane, you want to make sure you understand layovers and timing and where you're going to be, which airports, uh, what, where you're traveling, like what sort of culture there is there and access to some of the things that we're going to talk about here uh, in this episode. Or are you traveling by car? Do you have planned stops? Are you going to be in that seated position, probably hunched for a long time? Do you know what type of sleep routine you're going to get into? Do you have uh, that movement and recovery built in? Because driving for a really long time is super stressful. And so is actually flying and making sure you're going through TSA and getting all your stuff organized. So we're going to talk about the fundamentals of making sure that recovery is uh, like absolutely maximized throughout this process. So again, where you're going, how you're getting there and things that you want to consider. Are you traveling to a place where you're going to have access to a kitchen? Is it a continental breakfast? Are all the meals out? Are you staying with a friend? Are you staying with, you staying in an Airbnb? These are all things that you want to know and have access to that information before you leave. And uh, it's ultimately going to make a better travel. The next piece of travel is why. And what that means there is, what is the intent of your travel? Are you traveling for fun? Are you touring Hawaii? Are you traveling for business? Is it a conference? Do you have to schmooze clients? Do you have to, you know, do you have an itinerary to follow and really specific places to be? Is it gonna be stressful? Okay, and then, are you traveling for an event? Maybe you're traveling for a personal development event. Maybe you're traveling for a CrossFit competition or you're going to your kid's volleyball tournament, right? So those things are all important to understand about why you're traveling. But I think over all of this, the spirit of travel, there's always this element of making fun out of it. So definitely try to incorporate that and we will touch on exactly how you can do that and still feel great. Again, you're going to hear me reference that, that sensation of feeling great because you can go too hard on travel in many different ways. So the best thing you can do is keep yourself at bay with feeling good, feeling energized so that you can enjoy the fun parts or you can be focused for the things that you need to be focused for. uh, And you can be prepared for, you know, group events or group dinners or anything like that. So after we've decided why or identified why travel, you are traveling, there's two more things that I really like to really identify just around travel. And the first is expectations. These are expectations that you want to hold for yourself, but also things you can expect to happen. So if you can kind of stay with me on that dual meaning of expectations, but I've dialed this down into, or boiled it down to four Ds. Digestion, decisions, drinking, and deviations. Okay, and you could actually, the last one you could do uh, definition, but we'll, we'll, we'll do digestion, decisions, drinking, and deviations. So first off, digestion with travel, stress, new foods, different foods, prepared by someone else, you can expect digestion to be a little bit off. So the way that you can counter this or uh, work to make sure that your digestion is as good as possible is having greens or reds with digestive enzymes to travel with you. I use Bear Performance Nutrition, or the greens and reds. I love those. They're super, super tasty. Uh, And then 
the digestive enzymes, there, there are some in those. So I don't have to additionally take digestive enzymes personally, or you could get just digestive enzymes. And then the third piece of digestion is that getting yourself enough fiber. So the key here is making sure that you're getting enough fruits and veggies throughout your travel and getting some good carbs in there that are gonna provide you with that, that fiber to help digestion most. Number two of the D's, decisions. And the last thing you wanna do while traveling is make decisions. So set yourself up with some plans before so you don't need to decide anything. This, obviously, <laughs> you're listening to this episode if this is your first one, you're gonna, you're gonna see how I like lists and planning and itineraries and that sort of thing much more the type a but even the type b person you like i think that you can vibe with not having to make as many decisions and that being a positive thing so really having some sort of plan even if it's when this happens i will react this way that's enough of a plan that you will that will eliminate the decision like the only decision you want to make is like what drink am i having next or what new what next fun thing is on the agenda or what do i have to do to finish work so that i can relax or whatever that is so minimize decisions okay drinking i touched on it just a little bit but whatever your travel intent is drinking tends to happen during travel a lot more it's just you're in a different environment it's usually a lot of times just for the the fun of it right the social side of it so enjoy yourself just remember that anything after two drinks is alone on tomorrow's happiness and watch added cows like the mixers like uh sour the sour mixes like sweet and sour mixes uh, finest call mixes those are gonna be anything that are put into fancy drinks especially like tropical drinks and any juices and sodas because you can get really loaded up on sugars like have a great time if you have like four pina coladas probably you're probably gonna hurt the next day i can tell you from my experience on my honeymoon i was (laughs) i thought i had it down and this is another thing side note is if you're going for just pure fun vacation probably budget like if you if you are going all-inclusive you're gonna enjoy yourself maybe budget one day of like full recovery in there because um i personally had one coco loco too many on my honeymoon and I thought I was gonna be okay. I started very early in the morning. I was like already hung over by the afternoon and then the next morning I was struggling. I tried to do yoga on the water on these little like inflatable rafts and by the first down dog pose, I, was, I looked at Allie and said, I will be on the pool deck. I'll see you a little bit later when you're done with class. So uh, just remember anything after two drinks is alone on tomorrow's happiness or energy, right? Deviations. We're gonna talk about more specific things with nutrition, but general, have grace for yourself. It's okay if all of your plans don't go perfect. And that's why it's more importantly, hey, how can we minimize decisions versus plan everything exactly? Okay, the final part of the travel category is gonna be define success. So this, this ties in with your intent. Is this for fun? Is it for business? Is it for an event? Okay. We've identified which one it is, now define success. Is it maintaining body weight and body composition and minimizing inflammation? Or is it have as much fun, enjoy the all-inclusive, and go on as many excursions as humanly possible? 
or is it help the client sell to the client become a better business person right define success and it's all going to tie into how you're how you're training and how you're treating your nutrition so let's dive a little bit deeper into the nutrition side of things when it comes to tracking you need to decide yes i am tracking or no i am not tracking i've had this before i've done it when i was a younger coach i i would encourage people to say hey maybe you can do this or do this and like kind of half do it. it's like no yes or no are you tracking or are you not tracking this is going to be a straight up diet break where we do we we really don't focus on any of these like specific tracking skills or is it hey we're going to track here's how we need what we need to do in order to optimize it and make it as less stress or as least stressful as possible in the wise words of ron swanson always want to full ass one thing versus half ass many things okay so that's the exact mindset i want you to take with tracking all right thanks ron uh of course one of the greatest philosophers of the 21st century in my personal opinion i love ron swanson shout out parks and rec great sitcom all right we're talking about yes you are tracking so you decide to track my you you should be bringing scales bringing foods bringing like a food scale bringing foods and then communicate with whom you're traveling this is really important because if you're on a different wavelength than the, the person the people the group that you're traveling with you're gonna have a really really hard time if you are just tracking okay so that's going to be super helpful for you. Additionally, you're going to want to make more foods at home so you have control over what what it is exactly that you're eating. Now, when we talk about not tracking, this is probably more of a uh, fun, romantic, social getaway vacation. So that said, I still want you to pay attention to the tasks, which is what I'm going to go over next. So whether you're tracking or not, I still think that these, like I still know that these five tasks, if you do them daily, you will get more joy out of your trip. It's, uh, I'm, I'm gonna go factually objective opinion here on my daily checklist. This is seriously something that it, when you do these five things, it is really just such an intuitive thing that you'll, you'll have better energy, You'll have better mood, better focus, better presence, and better memories. So what is this daily check checklist? So moving into tasks, which is our third T of the day, daily checklist. Number one, sleep. Sleep, sleep, sleep. Okay. The hardest one for this is if you're like, if you're on a fun vacation, you need to try to sleep. In all, like out of all the intents that I learned or learned listed earlier, Sleep can be an easy one to compromise, but I'm telling you, try to focus on sleep and having some, some routine, like even if you're going to bed two hours later than normal, let's say you normally go to bed at 10 p.m. and you're going to bed at midnight. Well, if you wake up at 8 a.m., cool, like try to get that eight hours, take advantage of it. Now I know that on vacation it's easy, even vacation business or for an event, any one of those scenarios could be a reason to stay up late and wake up early, and I get it. But if there's the opportunity to sleep, you need to take that opportunity. You're there to get refreshed or restored, or you're there to be focused or to lead or to guide if you're there for business or uh, an event. So 
regardless, sleeping eight plus hours. Take advantage by making sure that, hey, does that, doesn't my room have blackout blinds or uh, blackout curtains? If not, I personally always, I don't, it doesn't even leave my backpack because I have two of them. I have a, a night mask. Yes, I put an eye mask on every single night, even when I'm home, but especially when I travel. And the one that I travel with is very, very good at blocking light out. So that's super important. Hydrate. This is, again, this checklist is filled with non-negotiables for ways to truly enjoy the most on your vacation. So hydration, 100 ounces for women, 120 ounces for men. That's about a gallon, okay? But we gotta drink water and continue to drink liquids. You gotta be hydrated, right? No, don't count your mojito towards it, all right? Don't count your, your pot of coffee towards it. Hydrate, water. Start every morning with 16 to 32 ounces of water you're gonna start feeling energized because that's gonna help move your blood, move the uh, nutrients through your body more effectively. And then just making sure, especially if you are drinking, that you're drinking waters in between, minimizing any sort of headaches or repercussions that you might feel in the next day. I always do like to bring liquid IVs with me as well. Those are super helpful just for getting the key electrolytes that you need to maximize your hydration while you're traveling and I've definitely felt a lot better traveling with those, having at least one a day. Okay, number three on the checklist is protein. It's pretty straightforward, but it's it's fundamental in having, having energy and also making sure that you're eating the right food sources and this helps maintain body mass to the best of your ability by making this decision, but start early and get often and try to get at least half of your protein before noon. So when I say half, that means that you're probably tracking before uh, you go, and this is for the person who really does have that idea. If you're new to tracking or you're newer to nutrition, you need to try and have about a handful, like when I say hand, like a hand size, I should say, hand size portion of protein each meal. It's gonna help you so much in feeling fuller, feeling satisfied, and keeping digestion on point. This is gonna be helpful and have fun. Like if you're gonna have a ribeye steak, cool. That's a higher fat steak and protein than maybe uh, you would normally have. But guess what? You're still getting some good protein in there and maybe you're on vacation. Maybe you're on your honeymoon. Enjoy your food. Second, veggies. Easy way to get three veggie servings a day while traveling because that is what I suggest. You have a greens powder. Bring that with, super easy to travel with. Then you have a big ass salad every day. This is something that I encourage you to do when you're at home, but especially when you travel. So one of your meals out, because you're probably gonna have them, is get that big ass salad. The third thing is to order a side of veggies with dinner. You need to be a pain in the ass at dinner and make sure you get exactly what you need, what you want. Ask for that side of veggies, greens, uh, broccoli, you can get a side salad, anything works. But we wanna get veggies three servings a day, that's gonna help with digestion, it's gonna help with making sure you're getting enough nutrients, and just keeping your hunger and cravings in check so that when you go up to have ice cream after dinner, I'm, I'm envisioning my, my honeymoon just smashing ice cream after dinner. You know, I really just didn't eat any veggies at dinner. I just kind of had a plate of meat and then I had ice cream afterwards. That veggies, will help fill up your stomach and actually like put some food volume in, into you and 
uh, that that's super helpful for keeping you full, keeping you satisfied and getting the most out of your experience. Last for your daily checklist is movement. 30 minutes daily dedicated to movement, still keep eight to 10K daily steps. That's always the goal that I'm suggesting. Suggesting is 8,000 to 10,000 steps a day, but 30 minutes of dedicated movement. This can be yoga on YouTube. It can be, and we're gonna go over that actually because uh, that's, that's a fun part of travel. So I'm gonna move into the training session. So just a quick review on tasks. Sleep eight hours, hydrate 100 ounces for one, women 120 ounces for men get protein start early and get often veggies three servings a day through greens powder big ass salad or a side of veggies with dinner and a side of veggies with dinner and then 30 minutes of dedicated movement each day training so i'm gonna i'm gonna make there's so many different things you can do with training so i'm gonna keep it really really simple you can assuming that you're gonna travel for four to seven days or maybe even longer but especially if it's in that roughly seven day range is take a plan D load. If you're getting coached by anyone, just let them know, Hey, uh, traveling this week. And then when we're going into a D load. Your coach will most likely put that D load in there. That happens a lot of time with travel, especially when it's planned ahead of time. Okay. Find gyms or check out a hotel gym. This is CrossFit gyms are awesome for this. If you're not a CrossFitter, you can still drop in and across the gym and they generally love drop-ins. I've never had a bad experience with dropping in in my like bigger vacations. When you're in smaller local spots, you're gonna get some shitty ones. So make sure you find the one with good reviews that you can talk to someone on the phone about that sounds like they have a good setup because the last thing you wanna go go do is go to the, to the local gym where everyone's hobbling around because they're doing competitive CrossFit workouts when they don't need to be. So go to a, a reputable gym and definitely check out, check that scene out before you go. All right, have fun. So when you're training again, CrossFit, I love it. It's a great way to train when you're on vacation and just make sure that you have the mindset of, hey, I'm, I'm here, I'm traveling. Okay, so even if you are more of a competitive athlete or you have really specific programming for you, have some fun with it. And the cool thing about like when you're traveling is you can try some of the local, I just labeled it exercise, right? But try dancing, right? Or dance lessons or dance classes. Cycling, rent a, rent a bicycle. If you're driving, bring your bikes, right? Swim, maybe you're by a body of water, get out there in the water. Hike, walk, yoga classes, surfing, Try something that is local to that area because you might as well take advantage of that opportunity. The goal with training or the goal is actually movement over everything. So just keep yourself moving because ultimately it's going to help. And you also want to lower your expectations for specific training outcomes because of the stress in the environment of travel, of keeping everything in line. So we just want to keep that that understanding that movement is more important than the outcome. Number five, tools. This is the fifth T. And really this is, I want you to think of this as like figurative tools versus literal, but I am gonna list some literal tools as well. So really, really helpful is utilizing a food prep service. So now let's say you are tracking while you travel, a food prep service is gonna be really helpful. You can either do 
international or nationally recognized prep services like Origin Meals, Trifecta Nutrition, I think Paleo Kits or Ice Age Meals, all of those are all really great food prep services. You have to let them know in advance though. You can't just do it like the day of or the week of. You gotta let them know. Usually it's about like seven to 10 days ahead of time. So make sure you're checking it out and make sure that they deliver to your area. It's really easy to do when you go online. You're also gonna sometimes have local food prep stores. So there's just food prep companies around that you can definitely check out. All you have to do is type in food prep service in the area where you're, where you're gonna be staying. You can also get pre-made meals from stores. I know like Hy-Vee, H-E-B, Sprouts. Those are all good places. You can also utilize uh, a Whole Foods is another really great one. You can also utilize frozen meals. Now it's obviously not gonna be the, the highest of high quality, but you can still get some really good ones. The thing there is just watch the preservatives, the added sugars, and that sort of thing from your frozen meals. So check those out to get yourself set up for some really good and nourishing food. You take like take the most out of tracking that you can. So under this, I'm putting tracking app. I use Chronometer. I'm always going to suggest that one first. You can actually follow them on Instagram at Chronometer underscore official is their Instagram handle. And they put out a lot of really, really good tips, but use the copy and paste tool. Maybe you're gonna have the same snack every day because you know you're going to be out and about so you bring an rx bar you bring protein powder some jerky and carrots to eat every day you can just track copy and paste that meal every single day so you got that built in five to eight hundred calories of solid foods okay so a couple more just two really useful tools that i've found helpful for travel is the silicone bags at airport that are reusable those are really, really helpful because they pack better than if you try to take like heavy glass containers, which I've also done as well. And it's, it's just a really great way to transport food. So you can use those for specifically like at the airport or going through TSA. A good backpack is really, really helpful. So I have a Hylite backpack and uh, this, is, this one is fantastic. It's got two water bottle, water bottle coolers on the side. So it's got like the, the thermoregulated pockets. And it switches to side strapped if you want. And it's got lots and lots of pockets. So not only is it just easy for you like utilitarian purposes, but also for food and taking a lot of stuff. It's a really comfortable backpack, super adjustable, and it just fits a lot of things in there. And it's made for athletes, so it's really, really great. So that's what we've got for tools. Again, just keeping it really, really simple so that you can focus on the absolute boxes you need to check before traveling. Now we're gonna move into tips, which is my final category, and it is the largest, but I'll, again, keep it simple with some of these things so that, again, we're trying to eliminate doubt, minimize decisions, and give you the best experience out of this travel. So let's talk about being at the airport. Obviously this is gonna be by plane travel and it's a lot of these will still relate to car travel, but I'm gonna to stick to the, the plane for now. So at the airport, make sure that you bring a refillable water bottle, preferably stainless steel. It's more environmentally friendly. It's more sustainable. Uh, and, and it's also a little bit like, it's, it's easier to clean as well and reuse. So bring that refillable water bottle that you can fill up on the other side of TSA when you land 
uh, and, and before you take off, obviously, but it's got to be empty before you go through TSA. Okay, this is more of a health tip and a little bit of, of training, but wear shoes and comfy clothes. The shoes part is to make sure that you get through TSA, and as much as I love being barefoot and walking around barefoot, the airport is the last place that you want to be barefoot. There's so many people passing through there, and your feet are just open and susceptible to taking in all the bacteria around there. So wear shoes and then wear comfy clothes so that you can stretch in the airport or you can walk around comfortably or whatever. Obviously, if you're uh, doing more business travel or you've got to be in, in business clothing, if you have to be, then uh, still they make a lot of good casual wear that you can at least walk around in. And there's also some really cool things like at the Denver airport, there's like a turf area that you can go out, stretch and walk around in. And there's some other things like that. Of course, it's at Denver, right? In Colorado, got to be the active, cool place. But... There are other features like that at other airports as well. So just keep that in mind that you can find those areas to just get a little bit more movement in. I think they actually have uh, bags at the Denver airport as well. I was there for a bachelor party and yeah, I definitely remember us playing bags at the airport before we uh, headed out to the destination. So that was really, really cool. <clears throat> the other thing that I suggest too when you're at the airport is never, uh, always take the stairs and never take the escalators, whether they're the, the horizontal ones or the, the actual climbing. Use those stairs, take those steps, take advantage of every bit of movement that you can at the airport. It's gonna help you keep the blood moving, it's gonna keep your activity up, your energy up. <laughs> this is, all right, so quick, quick story. The last time I flew home from Seattle, I was there for uh, a mentorship meetup to meet with my coach, Cody, uh, Cody McBroom, and course I was flying back but I had brought my supplement bags so what I mean by that is I had little plastic bags with my creatine with my protein powder with my green supplement my reds all that stuff that I mentioned earlier well as you might know creatine monohydrate resembles a it's a white powder let's just say it looks kind of fishy when it's going through a bag and they definitely pulled me over and I got super super stressed and nervous when they were pulling me over and they pull out this white bag I'm like oh shit and then of course i also had vanilla protein powder or something like got two of these things i have these little scoops in there man i'm looking like a sucker some dumbass bringing some cocaine <laughs> and of course you know they looked at it i think that i'm trying to remember i want to say that the guy sniffed it but that wouldn't sound right because if it's cocaine he's just like sticking his nose in there doesn't sound like that's a very tsa approved action so either way they checked it i was good to go but if you want to save yourself the embarrassment go ahead and don't leave those supplements in your carry-on, okay? Put them in the check-in bag. Travel snacks. Look, if you know me by now, you know that this list could go on. I could probably have spent like a whole hour talking about travel snacks alone, but I'm gonna give you my two to three favorite for each category, okay? So categories like protein. Protein, I love tuna, specifically Safe Catch, which you can get from Aldi. Uh, I bring, you can either do the packets or the cans, either one is fine. I like a high quality protein powder. Like I said before, I use Bear Performance Nutrition. I've also used Ascent protein powder. Those are both really good ones. Uh, tasty, but honestly, nothing goes, nothing mixes like Bear Performance Nutrition. So shout out uh, to Nick Bear. That shit's awesome, man. Uh, Biltong is a 
a specifically dehydrated or smoked meat that it's just like jerky, but there's never sugar added to it. So you can get teriyaki, smoked, original. There's different flavors of it, but I always buy it from Aldi, which in the U.S., in most places, uh, Aldi is a, a very, very... Uh, it's super cheap groceries, right? Uh, their, their philosophy is just... I don't need to get into all the philosophy, but they have really cheap groceries. They have good organic foods and selections, and they also have built on. I'm about it. All right, veggies. They have, uh, what I like to use there is greens powder for one, bell peppers or carrots. For carbs, I like rice rollers or oats. So rice rollers are a little bit different than rice cakes. They're like little cylinders, like silos, and they're a little bit more sturdy, so they're not just crumbling and crushing your backpack. And oats because they're easy to heat up. And honestly, I just eat them suckers dry a lot of times. So I'll get a little bit of flavor in there and just rip open that bag. Maybe that's the uh, the soldier in the field type of action that I'm taking. But hey, it is pretty tasty. And you can easily mix water in there as well just to make it go, go down a little better. Fats, I honestly usually do not bring because they're going to be in everything else. You won't have to look for fats on vacation. Let's just put it that way. So I don't usually bring any of them specifically. And plus they're going to come through either the, the proteins or the other snacks that I'll get to in a second. Fruits, I like apples, oranges, dried mangoes. Those ones, they're all you can, you can bring. They're not going to get smashed up too bad. They're not going to be messy like a banana. And they're easy to eat and take care of. So that's why I like that for fruits and even a carb source. And then snacks, I like chia squeezes. RX bars, and if I'm feeling really fancy, I'll get a Quest bar, cookies and cream, shout out to you, love it. And uh, then, so that, that's it for my travel snacks. That's what I like to, to bring. Of course, I've got a list about four times longer than that, but those are my favorites. Just a quick note on restaurants. You wanna choose low fat salad or cafe restaurants, even if you're getting like a sandwich from a salad place. Uh, Choose the low-fat options because, again, those fats are going to be sneaking around everywhere, and sometimes it can really bog you down, especially if you get it from a restaurant because those places are going to be using probably some lower-quality fats as well. I also like a good Qdoba or Chipotle just because it's in the tracking app, and it's pretty easy to navigate your way around and build your plate just the way I like to. Protein, veggies, carbs, fats, and fruits. Super easy. And then there is, uh, it's always a good time if you want to practice fasting. Now, I'm not saying, hey, go starve yourself through the airport, but with the stress, with everything going on, and to eliminate decisions, sometimes it can just be better to spend that time not focused on food. Get yourself a coffee or tea and really just focus on on your presence, on, on being there. Maybe get yourself a good book. Again, I'm not saying fasting to starve yourself, literally just so you can eliminate the decisions and the distractions from the process. So that's always a good option there as well. There are these like healthy vending machines. I can't remember what they're called, but it's like some sort of like farm to table. So check them out. I think that sometimes they get some expired food in there, but I think it's a really cool idea. Since COVID happened and there has been so much less traffic going through there and people getting foods from what I would guess to be like, you know, this sort of like germ machine that is probably not as busy. So I don't know if they're still around, but that is something that has been uh, really helpful. It is more on the expensive side. 
personally, uh, because I like to keep my, my finances <laughs> as minimal as possible, I, I bring a lot of my food or I'm fasting, okay? Saving my Starbucks gift cards for uh, any, any bit to enjoy at the airport. All right, so upon landing, just a couple of quick tips here that will 100% make your vacation, your trip, your travel so much easier, so much better, is make sure you hydrate. Fill that water bottle that you brought immediately and drink at least 16 ounces of water. It's gonna help, it's gonna help. It's just like when you wake up in the morning and you drink that 16 ounces, it's gonna bring you some more energy and make sure you're staying hydrated, especially if you're messing with any sort of elevation change. Hit the market as early as possible, but get the, the fresh food that you'll be eating. Buy it pre-cut, buy frozen foods, buy it pre-prepared so that it's just easy for you to take in and either prepare like prepare it the rest of the way really quickly or just go ahead and eat it. Get checked into your hotel, your Airbnb, wherever you're staying, your friend's house. Check in, unpack, and settle in. I promise you, I know that you don't want to unpack after you've just traveled there, but it's going to make your life so much easier over the next two, four, eight days, however long you're staying, okay? And then move. Get yourself up, go for a 10-minute walk, go for a swim, go stretch, explore, but move on your first day. Okay, the last bit and tips here. Uh, I already talked about routine a little bit, so I'm not gonna dive into it too much, but having some sort of structure and routine just so you can be like, okay, I'm a human today, and these are my human needs, okay? The, the last thing I wanna touch on is mindset at meals. So you're gonna be eating out more than likely, even if you have a kitchen at the place that you're staying at, it's just important to identify, hey, is this meal for need or for pleasure? Because again, depending on the type of vacation that you're going on, maybe every meal is just like, hey, I'm, I'm just here to enjoy it. But at the same time, like you have some basic needs where it's like you still don't wanna feel like shit later in the day or the next day. So just decide, hey, is this meal for need or for pleasure? Another thing, because I've heard so much feedback on psychological dieting or, or, or the psychology of food lately and, and people responding to my posts and my stories, because I've been talking about it a lot more and my experience with it is <laughs> it's really easy that if you go in with the mindset that you're going to smash all the food, that you're going to prove yourself right. You're also going to feel like absolute shit afterwards. There is nothing wrong with the dessert after dinner. There's nothing wrong with getting a fancy coffee instead of drinking it black. There's nothing wrong with getting the bakery item that's free at your all-inclusive because shit, you like that bakery item. But if you, if you sit and dwell on how, how indulgent you want to be, it's going to consume like it's going to consume your mind, your thoughts, your actions, and therefore you will start consuming all of those thoughts, actions, and it just manifests in a bad way. So check your mindset at meals, before meals, and just kind of when you wake up, like, honestly, I, I've done every single time, especially if I go to an all-inclusive, I go hard, I enjoy the shit out of the food, and one of those days I regret how much I eat, and that's a shitty thing. Now, of course, I walk myself through and say, hey, do I really regret this? No, um, it's just, let's have a better day tomorrow. So there are some mindset, some mind, gen, Jedi mindset tricks that you can take into the next time you travel. This has been your six T's for travel nutrition, which is travel, tracking, tasks, training, tools, and tips. So go 
out, travel safely, be smart, and have an amazing time. I just want to say thank you for listening to the show. I truly appreciate it. If you have any training or nutrition questions you want answered, I personally invite you to message me at Joe Mike Paul on Instagram. And if you took something valuable away from today's episode, screenshot it, share it, and tag me so I can see. That's all for now. See you next time.